0: Hi, I'm Kristen, and I'm Mike, and we're lost in the Sunnydale Stacks. This is the Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California... And reviewed two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off phases and bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. So, with this week, we're um, meeting a werewolf for the first time in the Buffyverse. Yay! So, I thought it'd be uh, interesting to touch on the universal monsters in the Buffyverse. Uh, so, universal monsters refers to um, the monsters that were big and the like black and white universal pictures. Mm-hmm. Classic. Not like
1: really, really big monsters that could eat a whole universe. Yeah. That's different.
0: Is that the end? Et- wasn't that the end of um Men in Black with like the world was a Marvel?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, th- those aren't monsters. Those are just alien creatures. That is being <laughs> very specious of you.
0: Uh, so the classic universal monsters Boris Karloff, that's the actor that played like
1: all of them, right? Uh, he was the guy who originated Frankenstein and played a lot of the other ones or like offshoots of them. And Bella Lugosi was Dracula. Uh, Lon Chaney Jr. was the Wolfman. I, well, Borskalov was also the original mummy. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mostly know of these through Ed Wood. <laughs> That's a good movie. Yeah. Buffy's version of the Wolfman is obviously Oz as mm-hmm. a werewolf in phases. Our version of Frankenstein's monster. Is some assembly required? We've already covered that one.
1: Best one yet. Oh yeah,
0: Jekyll and Hyde would be Beauty and the Beasts, where Buffy's okay, like two second boyfriend's friend takes a potion to make himself like more virile or something. Yeah, the mummy is obviously Inca mummy girl. Mm-hmm. Dracula is obviously Dracula. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or at this point, it would just be any vamp. Va- I guess the master would be right. closest. Sure, well, he's more Nosferatu
0: yeah definitely yeah. the invisible man i think the closest we've got is gone season six
1: well we had an invisible girl
0: oh win you win <laughs> yep <Nope. laughs> it's only one of my favorite episodes yep. <laughs>
1: okay i believe that was your favorite episode of season one and you completely forgot about it yep okay good to know. <laughs> good to
0: know. creature from the black lagoon must be go fish
1: which yeah, gives me yeah. a
0: little bit more respect from that episode because before now, to me, I am like, where the fuck did they get fish
1: people from?
0: <laughs> like, this is the most random goddamn episode. So we just
1: saw like a sea monkeys on their their kids' uh, <laughs> shelf. Was like, wait a minute,
0: what if? <laughs> but they do very much look like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, yeah. And then zombies. I think our only zombie episode is Dead Man's Party.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, the other things that would be kind of close would be m- closer to Frankenstein, like Adam's closer to Frankenstein. Right. Built out yeah. of dead people.
0: I mean, so zombies aren't really, I say zombies, that mm-hmm. that's not really a universal monster. That's me throwing it in yeah. there because I feel like how can you have all these classic monsters yeah. and not bring up zombies? Yeah.
1: And, like, if they, like, Universal, the zombie-type movies they would have made, it would be something like White Zombie, which is, like, people that are really under hypnosis, not, like, Mm, flesh-eating dead people.
0: It kind of bugs me that Buffy only has Dead Man's Party as a zombie episode. Because, for some even though, I don't know why it doesn't really feel like zombies to me. I think because we're focused more on the party and not about the idea that, like, dead people came to life and they're eating brains.
1: Yeah. Although, I mean, I guess the thing is, like it's not that bad of a threat for buffy necessarily cuz she could easily take on a group of zombies.
0: I mean, i think the terror of zombies in general is not that they're hard to take down mm-hmm. because i'm a firm believer in slow zombies. So yeah. i i believe if oh, you yeah. walk at yeah. at a brisk pace, you can, you know, keep away from mm-hmm. them. It's more the idea that there you there's so many.
1: Yeah. Well, i guess the thing is like uh, any buffy villain has to be able to like be solved in a night, or like go away for a while. And zombies, right? Kind of, you really have to play the long game for them to be scary.
0: But think about it in the Buffy. So they have like five hundred cemeteries within <laughs> their city limits. Yeah. And, I mean, if they all came to life, I mean, the whole world's fucked right there that night. Yeah, yeah. And Sydney so Dale's the worst place
1: to originate a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Although I wonder how many of the zombies would just be taken out by other, you know, monsters that are kind of like, oh, you guys are lame. Let's just kill you.
0: That's true. Of these universal monster episodes, mm. which do you think is your favorite?
1: Easily some assembly. No, no, it's <laughs> obviously not true. Um, of like, traditional, probably the Dracula one.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. a good
1: one. Yeah. Cause it's a fun take on that character. Yeah. Kind of, I think the best at acknowledging that it is a classic character, not just, Hey, you as the audience get that this is like, this other thing, because I feel like in a lot of the other ones they don't they don't comment on it as much as I would think Buffy would. You like, know what I mean? oh
0: my god, yeah,
1: yeah, like it, it's Frankenstein, but he's a jock, like so right stuff like that. I mean, yeah, I
0: like that Jaws brings up in phases, but he's <laughs> just yeah. like a werewolf. Ooh, I'm gonna go get my books. Yeah,
1: yeah, that is that is I think the the most the most close to like what I I would like to see more in the the right. classic monster episodes, right being excited about the fact that it's a classic monster
0: i mean he, th- he does a little bit of mummy if i remember correctly
1: a little bit in mummy girl
0: so i i've never considered out of sight out of mind mm. a classic universal episode before i think like in my brain it's just too far removed from the universal yeah. classic monster to it's really It's just be... the concept
1: of somebody being invisible not, right it's not like He's a scientist who created a potion who then went mad. I think that's
0: why I think gone is like at least like that's a science gone wrong thing. Mm -hmm. So of like the universal things, the thing that gives me the most like geeky, like giggle over like universal monsters, I think would have to be Inca Mummy Girl.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: Although phases is pretty great too. No, I'm going to say phases. (laughs) I take everything back. Phases. Okay i'm glad we had this discussion well, i don't say either so he's been settled. <laughs> i'm glad we had this discussion i feel like i've uh, learned something about myself
1: yeah Great. we've all grown i hope you <laughs> have too, listeners
0: now let's head into the sunnydale stacks and open the books on phases it's time for school and Oz is checking out the cheerleading trophy. Oh, I love this. I love I can't, I did not remember this came so early mm-hmm. in the series. I remember it being like super, like end of season three. Yeah. Hey, before we blow up the school, remember that trophy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
1: that is the only redeeming factor of blowing up the school. It's like At least that horrible witch is put out of her misery of being alive in a trophy for the rest of time.
0: You, I mean, you're so much nicer than me. I'm like, oh no, someone should just save that. Because she was, being, she was being, bitch was being punished, and also like, what a cool thing! Like, look, the eyes move. We can't, we can't call that. That's anymore. cool. It is.
1: Never mind that it's a, a woman's it's so- soul trapped in there. It just looks really cool. I may be a sociopath. <laughs> a lot of things on today's episode, guys. <laughs> Uh,
0: so the, the trophy's eyes follow you because mm. there's a woman trapped in there <laughs> being tortured for her life. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so funny.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, guys, I feel like I need like protective custody now to <laughs> do this podcast. I don't trust right. Kristen. She's <laughs> still too bad.
0: So Oz and Willow are officially dating, but Aww. it's all awkward and adorable. They're still <laughs> shy around each other. Yeah. I do remember these moments in dating where like mm. everything is about that first kiss. Like, when's it going to happen? Is he going to do it now? Is mm-hmm. he going to do it tonight? Is he going to yeah. do it at the end of the day? Is it going to be the end of the date? Like, everything was about, like, I'm yeah. not even listening to the things that he's saying because all I'm thinking is like, are you going to kiss me now? No. So enter Larry. Yay. Yay. This is not the first time we've met Larry.
1: No, he was, it was weird because I always felt like Oh, Larry had been built up as, like, kind of a school bully. I think he's only in, like, one other episode.
0: See, I remember the
1: opposite of he's only
0: in this one episode as a prop yeah. to set up the story. But he actually did make an appearance before this.
1: Part of me wants to say school heart, but I don't think that's right. But something that reminds uh, me of school heart.
0: Halloween. Hall- Halloween, because he turns into a pirate. And then right. Xander beats him up and gets closer. Yeah. Uh, so he is a dirtbag. Mm-hmm. He only talks about getting in bed with the various girls in the school and knocks out their books to watch them bend over. Like
1: the use of the term single entendre? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I i mean, this is a little cartoony, I feel. I don't know. If someone, guy was treating women like this in my high school, I feel like he'd be turn, turned into the vice principal pretty quickly. Yeah. I, get, I mean, it is a bit... Not magically turned into the vice principal, but reported <gasps> to the vice principal.
2: <laughs>
1: Oh, we're really running out of ideas. Guys. It's buffy verse. Okay, I have to specify. Yeah. I yeah, I I guess and and probably yeah, when I went to high school that probably would have happened. But I feel like this makes more sense if you think of it as the writers who wrote it probably went to school in like the eighties. And I feel like mm. eighties even early nineties probably a lot more tolerable to be more of a bully in in schools from what I understand from having older siblings and that kind of stuff. And definitely from movies it seems like bullies were A okay.
0: (laughs) They're just expected to be part of the high school experience. Mm -hmm. That whole like boys will be boys thing. So meanwhile Willow is upset because Oz hasn't kissed her yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffy is also still sad because Angel turned into a vampire. Something that you, you know, Well, beset. to an evil vampire. Right. Uh, fair, yes. No, he's always been a vampire. It's good. <laughs> he's really slowly up there. <laughs> That's a good Wait point. Wait a minute, he's a vampire. <laughs> That's a really good point. He was drinking blood for just for fun. Yeah, I thought he just thought it stuff. was cool. He was part of... Um, billy ford's vamp cult
1: i like in this scene the uh the accidental burn that uh, willow says about having a real boyfriend
0: oh yeah, yeah. i don't want to be the only girl in school without a real boyfriend ouch i do remember when that was a big deal of like my girlfriends all had boyfriends and i didn't have one it became Aww. just like quick get one
1: <laughs> like, doesn't matter who
0: yeah just oh my gosh i have to get a boyfriend
1: is he alive good
0: that's all we need <laughs> i mean in case of buffy doesn't matter
1: as long as he as long as he can walk and talk he doesn't necessarily be a lie it doesn't have to be part of it
0: so misery loves company hey let's call xander and hmm. let's hang out hey mike what's his number again
1: uh i believe it's 555 five, five, klondike five five <laughs>
0: five. i think it's 1-800 i'm dating a skanky
1: hoe <laughs> uh, that's his collect number he's like bill murray it's yes. hard to get a, uh, in contact with him <laughs>
0: Uh, so we cut to Xander and Cordy making out in her car,
1: mm. but he's
0: distracted about Willow dating Oz. Yeah, he, he kind of liked the Willow attention.
1: Yeah, I I I understand that. Like, I, I've I've been in similar situations where somebody maybe not even necessarily a crush, but like was like really affectionate towards me, and then when mm. was stopped, being, I was like, even though but, the while it was happening, I was like, oh, come on. Then when it stopped, I was like, come on.
0: Mm-hmm attention's nice yeah, you know yeah. makes you feel good but their makeout section is interrupted by a werewolf <gasps> mike talk to me about this wolf costume
1: okay uh let me go down I to my notes i know that you're gonna have the, notes on this okay. that is just lame <laughs> the, the, head, the whole thing it, it looks like it has one expression which is i, I think i smelled the fart <laughs> um
0: maybe <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's why he's so
1: angry. He's just constantly. Sam's <laughs> been
0: it. filling
1: up that car with fires. <laughs> it's so cool with it. Um, and then the hands are super rubbery. Like yeah. And I, I get it's a TV show, but it's also like this is the first werewolf on Buffy, a show about vampires. I feel like if you're a show about supernatural, especially like mm. vampire centric, if you take on werewolves, you have to like this is what we're doing with werewolves. It has to be something really good right um and then the hands just seem super weak and also does a werewolf look a little fat to you <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it looks chubby to me
0: he's been eating lots of uh forest animals they know, found something... multiple mutilated animal carcasses
1: because I, I think it's just the fact that it's a guy in a suit and they have to fit all like the mechanics in or whatever sure. but in any like big wide shot of it it just like well he's kind of big and wide it's just like <laughs> he's a chubby werewolf no wonder he hasn't killed anybody he's just like Probably you know not being able to catch up with them because he's a werewolf who's let himself go.
0: Rabbit is not lean meat. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> I, I
1: think that is not true. <laughs> I think rabbit is very lean.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's much meat on the rabbit. So i I remember the first time I saw this, like laughing at the wolf costume. But now it's amazing that after seeing Buffy, you know multiple multiple times yeah. and especially seeing later episodes mm-hmm. that the costumes get so bad later that this one looks amazing in comparison like i just saw this and i was like oh this is a pretty good costume and then i realized it's just because later on it is clearly teeny little oz yeah like teeny little seth green mm-hmm. wearing like a furry jacket yeah <laughs> 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 He's so teeny later but like this one, they clearly had a stunt double yeah. who's much taller than Oz. Yeah.
1: And I, I don't mind that because like this version of Werewolf doesn't seem to have a lot of the personality of the the person like he has like, you know, the, the kind of waiting with Willow, but it's not like it's not recognizably a person. So I don't, I don't mind that it's a, a bigger guy in a suit as much.
0: And I, I that's what I'm saying is I think yeah. it should be because the idea is that you're transforming into this wolf. You mm-hmm. have no control over what you're doing. At least he doesn't until like the very end of season four. No. You have no memory of what you're doing. So the less human you look, the better. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't look like a full-on dog because you're still, you know, like yeah. you should look more terrifying. So I I like this costume much better than pretty much any other time we're going to see a werewolf on this show. Like yeah. it, it's, it's at least menacing to me.
1: Yeah, I think the, the best werewolf in the Buffyverse is not in Buffy. They do some decent werewolves later on in angel. When there's, I think it, it might, it's either season four or season five of angel. They have a whole episode about people eating werewolf and they have some good werewolf costumes in that one.
0: I'm going to go back and I, it's been a while since yeah. I've seen angel.
1: That's, and then like, there's a weird, like, three-scene romance between Angel and this werewolf lady.
0: Now this is ringing about Because you probably course, remembering the of course, episode. Of course, Supergirl me remembers the romance part. Yeah. yeah.
1: I just, I, I wish they would have made out when she was a werewolf and he was vamped out. It would have been hot.
0: Ah, it's a lot of teeth. A, <laughs> lot a lot of hair. Lot
1: of, <laughs> Every five seconds. I wonder if you wax as a human, with, as a werewolf, you also be waxed. Is it an extension of your natural I, body hair? Oh, that's 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 true. Because hmm, or if you had like I mean, because really if it's not beard, if it's your not werewolf just your werewolf self, have a really big
0: beard. If it's not just your hair follicles just extending, then where the fuck is that hair coming from?
1: New werewolf pores.
0: That's interesting. That's actually an interesting question. I don't think we're ever going to get an answer.
1: <laughs> well, let's just interview a werewolf,
0: dear scientists.
1: Figure <laughs> we out werewolves please stop
0: everything you're doing this is more important
1: you're for cancer nobody cares uh fixing uh the world hunger crisis nobody cares let's talk about werewolf
0: <laughs> so this werewolf makes me think it always makes me think of the end of um Step Brothers. <laughs> where, I, mean, I, have, I have a point i have a point <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> there's not a point in favor of this werewolf costume
0: it is though <laughs> John C. Mm Riley is one of the brothers. He's throughout the movie. He's got like this very realistic looking Chewbacca mask. Yeah. At the very end, they get Will Ferrell one to go with it, but it's a placid, crappy one. Yeah. And at the very end, they go Chewbacca masks and they put them on and make the Chewbacca noise. And Will Ferrell takes off and goes, "It's okay that mine's not movie quality." And that's what I feel about Oz later. (laughs) It's like (laughs) mine's not movie quality. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah <laughs> it, apparently the werewolf budget went way down
0: yeah seriously or they were maybe it was just the stunt double budget of like we want seth green to be able to do this yeah or maybe they had complaints that the werewolf was way too which doesn't make sense because traditionally werewolves are always bigger than the people
1: yeah yeah and i don't see like why some people were like excuse me there clearly wasn't seth green in that werewolf costume yeah.
0: no shit yeah It's also so ridiculous later on when you see like little, if it is Seth Green, it might just be a really short stunt stunt double. I'm allowed to say it because I'm super short. (laughs) Running on all fours. (laughs)
1: oh it's so bad it like a chihuahua. just
0: run just run on two feet he's yeah. a werewolf he's not a real wolf mm-hmm. like that's a big thing to me like it's not yeah a, it, it's not an actual dog it is a werewolf
1: and you really have to make a choice i think with the werewolf is he going to be a biped or is he going to be on four legs if it's four legs it has to be really wolf-like right right if it's on two legs and it's kind of like a hairy guy with an with a wolf head and claws right both can be scary but doing half and half is just silly
0: yes so the werewolf also attacked a number of animals last night, like bunnies. No, don't tell me. <laughs> Giles uh, is super excited to research one of the classics, which is just mm.
1: adorable. Yeah, I, I love how excited he gets here. I also just like that there's, you know, the typical exposition. Ooh, what's this thing we're fighting this week? Then it's just in the parking lot this time, not in yeah. the library. It's a nice change of pace.
0: We do get some nice set pieces this mm-hmm. time around. Well, we're not, you know, we're in the forest and we're at you know, lover's lane, I guess that like 60
1: square feet of the forest,
0: right? That (laughs) it's just some, you know, a little change of set for us in gym class. The students are learning self-defense. Did you guys do this?
1: No, this whole scene feels very season one to me. It seems. Yes, it does. And like the comedy is just kind of like a little, a little hackier and a little more out of character like the whole part where Willa goes up and remember Buffy you have to be a meek little girl like all the rest of us just seems really unnatural the way she says it and just walks away and then Buffy's oh ruin ruined my fun yeah. just, it just it's all it feels very forced this whole sequence i get that they have to set stuff up they set up the uh The Oz being bitten by his cousin and Larry coincidentally being bitten by a giant dog.
0: I love that that uh, interchange, though, it throws me for a loop like almost every time, Mm because usually I'm like, oh, wait, Larry got bit by a dog. How is he not? And then like Oz with his little cousin biting his finger. Mm -hmm. It's adorable. Like it's I think it's pretty natural. Like, it, it doesn't seem forced exhibition yeah. to me. Like, hey, you got a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, what'd you, I don't remember what z- z- joke Xander makes, but yep. like, oh, no, it's bit by a big dog. Yeah, my cousin. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I like that.
1: Yeah. That's the, I think that's, that's about the only thing that works in that whole scene.
0: <laughs> I Willow has a point mm-hmm. that like Buffy can't show her slayer strength.
1: I, what the the scene does for the rest of the episode, like what its purpose is, I completely get. I think the execution is just really subpar for a season two episode.
0: Well, so, like, I appreciate that Willow has to pass, that it needs to remind mm-hmm. Buffy that, because yeah. Buffy, I think, would be willing to throw down with mm-hmm. an d- asshole like Larry, but the way she says it, like, you need to be yeah. meek little like, it raises my hackles as a girl. And I feel like it would raise Willow's hackles too, especially because the whole purpose of this class is to learn self-defense and be a strong woman. But like, we need to be a meek little girly girl. Like, it's like, ugh, that's gross. That's just a gross set and Stop at.
1: And if it was kind of being a play on, we're we're saying this because we actually don't believe this, that didn't come across very well. And I feel like it could have used more of a thing of Willow, making a, a similar statement of remember you have to pretend not to have your superpowers and then like have there be more of an exchange at least uh visually between willow and buffy of like willow don't don't do that buffy buffy i see what you're about to do and then buffy doing it and willow being like oh come on yeah like i it just it seems like they had to shoot this than the last day and we're just we, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter just get get it all covered
0: yeah so Buffy pretends she can't flip Larry over her head until he grabs her ass uh, and then she whips him over. Again, grabbing the ass, you would get like suspended immediately. Yeah, Are you he... kidding me? That is ver- that is physical assault. And
1: also, Larry, you're really overcompensating.
0: Right? Right. Uh, so I learned that I took a self-defense class mm. um, as part of a Groupon. <laughs> 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 and I learned this move. And it is hard. Yeah, It really, like, part of me wants to be like, oh, come on. And it's the move
1: they always show you in every TV show and movie of self-defense. It's like, it's like the do even, hardest. Why do we even do this one? Everyone has seen this one before. Let's learn the moves that we haven't seen in every TV show and movie.
0: The best one from self-defense, the only one that actually worked, because a lot yeah. of this was like, I'm sorry, I'm supposed to do what and what? I'm mm. never going to remember this move.
1: Yeah, when you're being attacked.
0: <laughs> like, do this, this. Step one. Take your, his thumb and p- bend it this way, but not that way. This way specifically, you're yeah. like, I'm, I'm freaking out if I'm being yeah. attacked. The one that I really remember actually working was basically.
1: Go for the nards.
0: Essentially, sure. Yeah. That, um, you thrust your hips Back and then, if he comes up, you behind. You thrust your hips mm-hmm. back and then fall back on top of him,
2: yeah.
0: which essentially lands your entire body weight onto his nards. So nice. not only does he fall backwards, you're falling your entire body weight on top of him.
1: Oh, but what if uh. he likes that though?
0: Again, you're landing on his nards. Uh, All of your body weight—that's a lot of body weight. What if he's wearing a cup? I mean, then you, <laughs> there's a lot of self defense moves that won't work then.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying, be prepared. Okay. Learn that weird uh, flip move that they teach in the show.
0: Uh, Giles later teaches the kids about the phases of the moon. I love his demonstration <laughs> with he's the globe. globe. The little, like the globe with the moon. <laughs> and he's explaining, and they're so bored. <laughs> they're just, it's like,
1: come on, I finally get to use this globe. I, know. I never get to he's use this been, globe.
0: W- he's been waiting. I also love that he's obviously in such a good mood and so excited about all this that he finally laughs at one of Xander's jokes, Moon Pies. Okay,
1: I, this is a, another problem I have with this episode. I feel like there's a lot of things that feel super out of character for me. And this one is one of the biggest ones because I don't... If Giles was going to laugh at one of Xander's jokes, I don't think it would be this one.
0: I like it because Moon Pies is dated, so Giles would get
1: it. He would get it, but he wouldn't He wouldn't like Moon Pies,
0: No, but not not that he's like, oh, yeah, those are yummy. But he's like, oh, I get that reference. That's I I get it. He's not
1: Captain America. He's still been around. Yeah, but he's been like,
0: I mean, his notes buried in a book
1: and he's British. I don't know.
0: I think it's cute that he for once he doesn't rag on Xander for making a joke. He's like, oh, okay, I get it.
1: I I I don't know. I just I feel like it's if it was a smaller reaction, I think I would be okay with it. Of just like, oh, I get that. But he's like, oh, 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 oh so funny. Oh, oh, it's God, like I chopped that up high to like, off of I, love, just I think he's
0: in such a good mood that he's like, he's already like close to like g- like giggles when the scene starts because yeah. he's so excited to tell them this. And then Xander makes a little joke. He's like, oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> what is a moon pie?
1: It's it's basic from what I understand like I think it's oatmeal <laughs> cookies and then cream or no it's a different kind of cookie not oatmeal because then that's just a cream pie and it's like marshmallowy I don't know like I, a I never pie, kind of okay but it, there's something that makes it a moon pie. research
0: for this episode I should have bought some moon pies and we could have had <laughs> dessert
1: oh. although I, I that, that does bring up an idea I had of uh, when we eventually get to beer bad we should uh, get
0: drunk oh that's gonna go well <laughs> <laughs> I say stupid things sober. (laughs) Uh, Despite the traditional assumptions about werewolves, the person bitten is actually turned for three full days. Mm -hmm. So that's like the day before, the day of, and the day after. I like that. Yeah.
1: Like, do you ever see Silver Bullet? No. It was an 80s werewolf movie. It's a bit slow to start, but it does have Gary Busey. Hmm. And the silver bullet uh, refers not only to the uh, titular murder weapon to kill a werewolf, but also uh, the main character's uh, new pimped out wheelchair. uh, Because the main character is a kid in a wheelchair, and then he gets a super awesome new wheelchair that they call the silver bullet, and then he also has to fight a werewolf. Oh, he's not the werewolf. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no.
0: I thought all this time, mean, like it sucks that he's been my werewolf, and he's kind of evil now. But like, hey, one, you know, three nights out of the out of the month, he can run.
1: No, see, I I imagine the other way that it would be even sadder. <laughs> that it's like everyone knows he's the werewolf because he's the only werewolf still in a wheelchair. Because <laughs> they would kind of be like, well, I think we figured out who the werewolf is, guys.
0: <laughs> Specifically because he's got the fancy wheelchair. Yes, no, it's like oh, he's just a normal chair.
1: But no, it's, it's a it's a fun movie, and they have a thing about, like, um, werewolf is a wolf whenever there's the moon out, but the fuller the moon is, the more powerful he is. Oh. So, of course, the showdown where they finally um, take on the werewolf has to be not only at a full moon, but on Halloween. Sweet.
0: Yeah. Uh, so even though a werewolf is a wolf at night, during the day, they're still a person and not at fault for their wolf actions. So Buffy's mission is to capture, mm. not kill.
1: Hashtag not werewolves. <laughs> Oh no! Is that not going to be our new hashtag?
0: <laughs> not all werewolves.
1: Yes, all vampires.
0: <laughs> no.
1: Well, currently, yes, they could, vampires. but but
0: not vampires with a soul. He just doesn't but have a soul right there now. Are no,
1: soul that doesn't vampires.
0: mean that like it couldn't happen. <laughs> you have to insert the clause to allow for it in the future.
1: <laughs> I was like, yes, all vampires. Uh, a- Asterisks for now. <laughs> okay.
0: That night, Buffy and Giles are stalking Makeout Point, looking for the wolf. Buffy is trapped in a giant net by a werewolf hunter, looking to kill wolves for their pelts. Mm -hmm. Buffy must find the wolf before him. So this guy. yeah, I hate this guy.
1: (laughs) He's, He's so nice. I mean, you know, he's a nice guy who... Get screwed over because they made ivory poaching illegal. Oh. And now he's got to find another gig. Bunch and he's of really good at killing uh, werewolves and uh, selling their pelts to Sri Lanka where they fetch a pretty penny.
0: He, and he doesn't care that they were, they're human most nights of the month. Mm-hmm. He will only, but that's why he only hunts them when they're werewolves. Yeah. This is kind of dumb planning on his part i mean if he really wanted to be a smart he would befriend the werewolf during the day when they're human and then just wait for them to change and be like okay now you're a wolf
1: who knows how how other werewolves kind of deal with their werewolfism they might have they might specifically like distance themselves from people and they might be on the yeah. look for you know weird guys with tooth necklaces
0: yeah that i mean kind of would raise some red flags if i were mm-hmm. a werewolf like mm,
1: maybe not my buddy i yeah, constantly carrying around a double barreled uh silver bullet gun yeah but uh an interesting casting note uh the guy who plays uh uh kane the werewolf hunter a guy named jack conley who would later be in uh angel as a repeating character sajan but uh you probably couldn't tell that except for the voice because he's in really heavy makeup when he's on uh, uh, Angel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, no, I would never put those
1: two together. Yeah. And I I was like, I think I recognize that guy. That voice sounds really familiar, like something on Angel.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah not like guy. I'm like listening to it in my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah.
1: It's another cool thing about uh a show like Buffy is that you can have actors come back because you can just put them in more or less makeup.
0: Right. Exactly. Especially... um and when there's multiple universes and like just does that a lot between Buffy mm-hmm. and Angel and Firefly, yeah. like just have him do, be in all the things. Yeah. A.K.A.
1: Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. And that guy who uh, I forget the actor's name, but he is in one episode of Firefly and Angel as like an old friend who they talk to and then learn things and then he dies.
0: Oh, so the um, hunter brings up an, a, an additional ticking clock in the story. Buffy mm-hmm. has to find the wolf before the hunter kills him. Nice. Meanwhile, the wolf is stalking Teresa on her walk home. This is the poor girl, not of, Teresa. Not Teresa. This is the first time we've met her. She, we met her twice in this episode earlier, right? She was the girl that Larry knocked the books out was of. Was she? Her. I don't was that her? And maybe just be a different brunette. Yeah. Uh, and then in gym class, this was the girl that Larry was harassing. Mm-hmm. It's okay though. Teresa doesn't need to worry about the wolf because she bumps into Angel, who is going to walk her home isn't that nice because
1: he knows buffy really well i know so it's gonna turn out great well.
0: i realized something in this episode because angel with a soul angel mm-hmm. spent so much of his time brooding Yeah. anytime angelus smiles i'm immediately creeped out <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like, unnatural that face doesn't do that no it's an unnatural thing stop it you're not allowed to be happy it's gross <laughs> i don't like it you're supposed to be sad
1: it's like seeing one of your teachers at the grocery store like no don't
0: in like gym clothes stop it
1: Mm -hmm. that's the gym teacher then
0: well then yeah then that makes sense
1: sorry PE teacher sorry
0: (laughs) well yeah you have to take tests gonna take a test on the rules of volleyball
1: hardest test i've ever had to take
0: (laughs) those tests were hard who the hell remembers that shit
1: (laughs) volleyball players (laughs) true
0: okay fair Buffy looks for the wolf at the bronze because it's always the fucking bronze. <laughs> I just love
1: it, 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 it earlier in the episode when they're uh, talking with uh, Kane and about how there's gotta be a hotbed of youth activity. Oh, let me guess the bronze.
0: I mean, they're on Makeout Point. Like, really, I'd be like, we're the perfect spot. Yeah. This is exactly where, you know, th- where all the pheromones yeah. would be. And like, wolves don't like nightclubs. Right. You've got loud music, mm-hmm. bright lights, yeah. and maybe like some kids are feeling, you know, squirmy, but they're actually getting it on at Makeout yeah. Point. That's yeah. where you would be. Yeah. I was upset when we ended up with the bronze. It's like, again? Come Oof. on. did we have more fun in the woods? <laughs> right. I mean, it's spookier there. <laughs> Cordy is sick of Xander always talking about Buffy and Willow. I like that Willow can commiserate here, but she's not like, of course he likes me. I'm his best friend. But she's like, yeah, he is kind of an ass sometimes. (laughs) He doesn't see what's right in front of him. It Mm -hmm. does apply to both of them. Meanwhile, the wolf attacks. This (laughs) bouncer is a dick. (laughs) Did you notice the bouncer? He's such an ass. So the place empties out, and just as, like, everybody's getting out the door, Buffy runs in the door, and he slams it shut behind her. He makes no move of, like, hey, lady, watch out. There's a wolf in there. (laughs) He's like,
1: she knows her business. Maybe he's, like, the one guy at, at the Bronx, like... Wait a minute, this is that lady that killed that vampire before.
0: No, I was like, just fuck that chick. <laughs> fuck that chick. No, he's, he's a dick.
1: <laughs> I love how the werewolf just plops on uh, Willow and Cordy's table. How did he get in there with nobody else, like, saying anything? Skylight. <laughs> he was just, like, sneaking around until, like, well, it'd be a good time for me to jump on that table.
0: Rawr! I literally thought it was a skylight. He didn't jump through a skylight.
1: I feel like if you jumped from a skylight, that would have, like, broken the table. Fair, yeah. I mean, he no. is a fat werewolf. I, d- I don't think... <laughs> I don't think. That Which makes me like worried. Like if I ever become a werewolf, I, ooh, I'm gonna be a chubby werewolf, and then it's not gonna be cool.
0: Well, you're a vegetarian, so I think you're gonna be the world's skinniest werewolf.
1: Actually, <laughs> wait. So, so werewolf size changes based on the amount of meat you eat.
0: Well, because that's all they eat.
1: well I'm not sure if when I turn into a werewolf, I'll still have the same eating restrictions. <laughs> Like, I'm not sure if I'm still going to be wearing my glasses, too.
0: Okay, for Halloween, I don't know if you've decided on your costume yet. It's coming up. (laughs) May I suggest werewolf.
1: Silver Silver bullet style in the wheelchair.
0: (laughs) Wheelchair. Wearing glasses and eating tofu.
1: (laughs) It's a very hard costume to get around in. Not only do I have to deal with, like, being in a wheelchair, which I do not have any familiarity with, but I also have to hold tofu. (laughs)
0: We'll get you a we'll get you a meat is murder T shirt, <laughs> put that over the wolf costume. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. The werewolf would break the table. I don't think bronze has the sturdiest furniture. Yeah,
1: because they have to get it replaced every other week yeah. because of monster attacks.
0: Well, maybe they've really invested in some good and sturdy furniture, yeah, knowing it's that like yeah, like, you
1: know, I don't care if like thirty mummies jump on this. This is going to be <laughs> solid.
0: So the wolf it's. Escapes and the sexist hunter dude is pissed mm-hmm. at Buffy. Why, you know, stupid woman, let the wolf gone. <laughs> the next morning, we see the werewolf transform back into Oz. Mm-hmm. He calls his aunt. I love this. He's like, <laughs> hey, I was kind of calling about that. Uh, is Jordy a werewolf? Uh huh. Uh huh. And how long has that been going on? I <laughs> how wanted... long has that been going on? What the hell happened on the other side of this phone call?
1: I just love looking that all of Oz's family is as ridiculously relaxed about everything as Oz. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it's yeah, hey Oz. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, my son is a werewolf now. Um, oh, did he like? Yeah, yeah, he's been going around town just you know eating people. <laughs> about three weeks now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, uh, good luck.
0: I mean, what is, what is the other, the only thing I can think is that she's just like, well, now that you mention it,
1: (laughs) he has been getting hairier and eating more random animals.
0: Because, I mean, if she, if she knew this and didn't tell Oz when he
1: like bit Oz's finger,
0: but she might not have
1: known that like the cousin bit his finger because it might not have been like, I was just so relaxing. Well, my no, notice. but
0: that's the, the phone call starts with him saying like, oh, hi, aunt, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And him looking at his finger go, yeah, yeah, it's OK. Like uh, okay. she asked, how's your finger?
1: OK. I guess, so, yeah. yeah,
0: either she's really negligent and oh. like. If you're going to have raise a son who's a werewolf, you have to, like, take some responsibility for taking care of him. It's like if you find making out making you have sure an STD, you
1: have to call all your previous partners. Right. If you find out you're a werewolf, you have to call all the people that you've bit. Right. For me, that would be the same uh, number <laughs> of people. Giving <laughs> you knew a, a window into my bedroom.
0: Good. Okay. <laughs> um... Oz doesn't want to tell Buffy the news because he thinks Teresa's death is related to the animal attack, so he Mm -hmm. thinks that he's killed Teresa. Buffy says that she should have killed him when he had the chance. Oz thinks that this means him, and so Mm -hmm. now he has to keep this secret. Xander wants to find the werewolf in its human form. He considers himself an an expert on account of that one time when he was a hyena.
1: You guys remember that one time I turned into a hyena? (laughs)
0: But Mike, I thought he didn't have any memory no. of that
1: that actually I'll talk more about it in the next episode, but that actually the fact that it comes up that he does remember, I feel like has a nice button in the next episode. We'll talk more about that when we get there. Oh, I'm intrigued okay mm. let's hurry
0: no, no I'm not gonna hurry, hurry through it but i'm I'm very intrigued. Xander uh, <laughs> thinks that Larry is the werewolf because he got bit by a dog and he's mm. a giant asshole. <laughs> The gang splits up to interrogate, research, and hunt, respectively.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Willow wants Oz to stay and research with her, mm-hmm. but he bails. <gasps> no. It's like when you're dating. You're like, you want to go over and watch a movie? Hint, hint. We're not going to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Xander confronts Larry in the boys' locker room, bad choice of venue, <laughs> uh, about his big secret.
1: Yeah. I love the line uh, where <laughs> Larry says that nosy little nose of yours <laughs> like
0: i mean that's, that's what really they do noses are nose like
1: <laughs> nosy little nosy <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, you really you're really losing the uh, tough guy persona even before <laughs> you 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 make some uh realizations about yourself
0: xander says i know what you've been doing at night i know what you've been going through i've been there but Lair's not a werewolf boo he's gay yeah and he comes out to xander
1: And he feels like really relieved, and then Xander is super, like homophobic. I don't think he's homophobic. I think he's just like at a loss because it's like, well, I can't, I can't say like, but I'm not gay. Because then, yeah, because then what what was I talking about? Oh, I thought you might have been a werewolf.
0: Also, that kind of ruins this, you know, moment for mm-hmm. Larry thinking like, oh, this is great. I could only do this because you told me you were gay yeah. and now I feel safe. And then Xander's like, well, I can't tell him the truth. Yeah. Just don't tell
1: anyone. Yeah. But like, he's still like a teenage boy. He's like, I don't want it to get out that I'm gay because I'm never going to get a date again if everyone thinks I'm gay. True. So it's like, uh, uh, let's never speak of this again, <laughs> right? Which I think I think for the time it was, it was actually pretty progressive. I'm sure yeah. it would have been dealt with a little more expansively if it was done today. But it was like really nice that like Larry becomes a better person once he's out of the closet, yes. and like and it like, kind of like,
0: deals with the fear of mm-hmm. coming out yeah. and what a you know a relief in a big moment it yeah. is.
1: And shows that like knowing somebody else has gone through it and is supportive is a good way to like become comfortable with it. So right. it's even though it's not a huge part of the episode, yeah, I do feel like it is done very well, especially considering this was the late nineties.
0: Agreed. And it's, it's, I mean, it is sweet. And at the same time, funny. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's not like, overly it's not like sentimental. a gay
1: panic joke where like, Oh no, I don't want to be near him because he's gay. Like, it's like, Oh, what did I just, I just, Accidentally came out to this guy who came out to me, and now I can't say anything.
0: Yep. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the library, Willow is voicing her woes to Buffy, who suggests that maybe Willow should make the first move with Oz. Buffy then realizes that the police reports never said Teresa was mauled, just bitten. (gasps) So what else bites? Mosquitoes. Lots of things. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I mean, she could be be allergic to bees. No, those stings. Moving on. (laughs) Buffy and Xander go to the funeral home, and indeed, Teresa does have vamp bites on her neck.
1: Cleverly hidden by an ascot.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're gonna, you know, have an open casket. Yeah. Which I think you just wouldn't.
1: And also, like, why is there just nobody there? They're just, like, hanging out with this corpse.
0: I mean, that's a really sad funeral. It's during yeah. the day, right? Don't they skip school?
1: Yeah, Remember? but it seems to be like. It seems to already be on display. The display. is probably not the right word.
0: Well, but usually wakes last like all day long, yeah. like 12 hours, but they get busier after work. Like tr- I think yeah. traditionally it's like, you know, Friday night, you do it from like, you know, noon to 10, mm-hmm. but you're not going to have many people coming by between yeah. noon and five.
1: But there would be other people there, right? At I mean, you, like somebody least... from the funeral home. Yeah. Like...
0: Or probably her parents. Yeah. You'd think.
1: Seemed like she was just not very popular.
0: Everyone else was taking a bathroom break. <laughs> Teresa vamps out and gives Buffy a message from Angel. Angel senses love. Oh no! Xander assists with the stake here. Mm-hmm. I like this. The, yeah. Buffy's got the upper hand until she gets this message, which throws mm-hmm. her off. Yeah. Right? She's just so... enough
1: for the Teresa to to flip her over.
0: Yeah, and then Xander grabs some mm-hmm. easel thing mm-hmm. and stakes her. He looks. It's it's a good it's a good staking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then this happens. <laughs> Buffy and Xander share a long look. Yeah. And then Buffy walks away and Xander says, Oh, yeah, my life's not complicated. What is this? What is happening here? Mike, are they really, like, having a moment? What's going on?
1: It seems weird because I could understand this in an episode that was, like, more taxing on Buffy's character, but it seems like she's gotten to a relatively decent place about, like, yeah, it's still shitty thinking about Angel, but it's not like... Aside from like this one vampire saying one thing, the episode has done a lot to be like she's she's been like so messed up by this that like she might start seeing somebody that she isn't really attracted to as attractive just as an alternative.
0: I would never believe Xander though like I mean yeah. for like a season and a half, it's been him mm-hmm. all over Buffy and her having zero interest in this yeah. I just really don't believe this moment to me, it seems like this is only seated in there. Mm-hmm so that when she hits on xander in the next episode maybe we believe it for 5 seconds I,
1: I guess that could be although when you get to the next episode the circumstances of that episode make that seem less likely
0: right so, i mean yeah. it's it's magic it's not true oh
1: no i mean the ac- the actual the making of the episode
0: oh okay yeah interesting um, so, yeah, I hate this moment. I don't know what this is. Yeah, it doesn't seem I, very motivated. This is one of those things where I think about this all the time. Like, what was that? <laughs> like, randomly, in my, in my day, I'll be like, what the fuck was Buffy doing? Or did Xander just really misinterpret that? I, I so mean, Maybe she was looking I, in his eyes and going, I huh. You
1: got like a little eye booger there, yeah. Xander. But I, I don't, it feels like, it. yeah, it just wasn't really motivated. And they definitely want you to think that there was almost like yeah. something happening on both sides it wasn't like a one-sided thing but it's unmotivated and except for what happens in the next episode it's never really brought up again so it seems yeah i hate this An- again another thing of like people i feel like one of the biggest problems in this episode is everyone weirdly acts out of character mm. like i already talked about this stuff in the gym scene, not feeling believable i don't like the giles thing that you enjoyed about him laughing at the moon pie i just like to um, see him
0: smile he doesn't smile that often <laughs> I want uh, Giles to be happy.
1: Uh, there's going to be an episode coming up that you're really not going to enjoy.
0: Mm, I mean, no one
1: enjoys that episode unless you're
0: a masochist. Uh,
1: um, or you love drama. And other things in this episode, like there's just one little moment where Buffy talks about gossip to Giles when he asks, like, what's going on in the field? Which is just a little too much where it's like she goes in this big rant about, well, he's kissing her, but she's going out with him. And did, did, see, did, I kind of like
0: did. it when we're reminded that she is just another teenager.
1: But I, I feel like she's gotten past the point of where she would be silly enough to think that Giles meant that. Like, she's shown herself to be confident enough in the field that, like, she might say something like, well, I didn't see any in Worlds, but I did see this. Like, I, I, it just feels out of character to me that she'd be, like, that dumb about knowing what what Giles meant. I gotcha. Yeah. Not that she wouldn't care about the gossip, because, yeah, you're a teenager. You're
0: right. I mean, like, it's definitely phrased in a way that's just to get the laugh. Yeah. Like, it's funnier if she's misinterpreting Giles' questions or not caring about his question and is just launching into the gossip. Yeah. I think because it's funny, I forgive it. I think it's effective.
1: I don't think it's funny enough to forgive.
0: Okay. Uh, So that night, Oz decides to shackle himself up, but is interrupted by Willow,
1: why does he have those? Well, he got them in a box, which looks like like he got them for like, shackles.com or something. Like he'd ordered them. Right? Like the this doesn't store. seem
0: like the box doesn't look like something brand new from the store. It looks like something he got out of storage. <laughs> what
1: the fuck What's, is this? Oz's backstory is much more <laughs> messed up than he even let to the in,
0: I inherited these shackles from my grandma. <laughs> grandma was into some shit
1: if there's like werewolfism that (laughs) runs in his family maybe there are just some shackles in the attic
0: okay but then why would his cousin be a werewolf and not his aunt i guess his uncle could be
1: yeah you know it's it's not like
0: is it hereditary we have no
1: proof that it's hereditary we don't have any proof that it isn't like, maybe it's a recessive trait.
0: I need to know about vampire hair follicles <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, whether and whether or not it's hereditary.
1: Because, like, that would be a major obstacle if, if, you know, it went differently and Oz and Willow got married and decided to have kids. Yeah. Like, they could have had werewolf babies. Yeah. Talk about a temper tantrum. It's like
0: the question about, uh like, can Superman have kids or would it ruin Lois's womb? The, or just
1: literally murder her
0: yeah and so the werewolf would murder Willow from the inside out
1: well oh. it wouldn't actually see the moon so maybe not maybe it's protected by is it the, done the by moon. sight
0: I think it I don't think it's I think it's gravitational forces not sight
1: well it depends on the mythology I guess in this episode it, it, it does lean more towards just like if there is a full moon you will turn you don't have to see it right but I know some things like it has to be the werewolf has to be able to see the full moon to turn.
0: Well, so when Oz turns... Or be in, in the light of it. Five seconds from now, when Oz turns into a mm-hmm. werewolf, he's indoors and not looking out the window.
1: Yeah. But so the, I th-
0: I think we're going with gravitational pull.
1: But are the windows shuttered?
0: I mean, he's not looking out them.
1: Um, Maybe it's just the moonlight mo- itself. Can the
0: moon see you?
1: Maybe it's just the moonlight, like how the sunlight kills vampires. It's the moonlight that makes werewolves.
0: Have you ever told the story about how I thought that tornadoes could see you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: No. <laughs>
0: okay. So growing up in Illinois, you do a lot of tornado drills and your parents teach you about tornado safety. During this time, you go into the hallway where mm-hmm. there's no windows and you go to the bottom floor and you sit and you wait. And um my parents always stress that even if it seems like the storms calmed down, don't leave the hallway. Don't go near a window because it could just be the eye of the storm. And they didn't—they <laughs> didn't explain what that meant. Oh, so no. in my brain, Aww. the middle of the, like it's the cyclone, the yeah, middle, yeah, the yeah. middle tornado is literally. We're in- all
1: adults. We all have figured out what the eye of the storm means.
0: Thank you. Um, I thought it was gonna look like basically the <laughs> eye of Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> and if it saw you, uh, it would get you. <laughs> So that's why you had to stay away from windows so that it couldn't see you.
1: That would be like even more terrifying. It's not even a natural disaster. It's like some kind of weird sky demon. I I was
0: terrified of tornadoes as a kid. I thought they were basically like monsters coming down from the sky. (laughs) And we had a lot of tornado sirens going off. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like way more than we do nowadays. They saw you. They saw they could see me. (laughs) Uh so Oz gets out of shackles, uh Willow shows up, he tries to get rid of her rid of her, she gets hysterical Mm -hmm. and rambles, and it's cute. He says he's going through changes, which she interprets as like typical teenager hormonal shit. But instead he turns into a werewolf and chases Willow.
1: Which is just goofy.
0: I don't think him turning is very effective. Like he yeah. he he just kind of takes two steps, mm-hmm. like two heavy steps, Ooh. and holds his stomach as if Ooh. he is, and then just falls over.
1: The burrito. Also, I'm a werewolf.
0: That I kind of wanted him to scream like as he's changing. Mm-hmm. Willow, get out! Yeah, that's I. That, I think that's the moment I really wanted is yeah. him sc- either screaming in pain while he's mm-hmm. changing or screaming for Willow to get out.
1: Or like, even, even, even just adding more sound effects of the changing sounding sure. more like, you know, bones cracking and muscle.
0: They did tearing. not set themselves up for success very well here. No. It's brightly lit. There's yeah. no sound.
1: It's like a sitcom stage.
0: Like, yeah, you're just not doing yeah. yourself any favors here. I can see
1: everything. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, it was probably just the, the logistics of the sets they had, but it would have been so much more effective and, more logical that oh i've got these shackles i'm gonna shackle myself up in the basement to the, like this heavy pipe or, sure you know, what
0: was just... he gonna shackle himself yeah, to the kitchen <laughs> to the, table yeah, like, you're just gonna break that shit werewolf, like, <laughs> carrying a table. just break it Arrgh! maybe
1: this you is, got the, the this table is my the mom's Bronx. good
0: oak i can't <laughs> yeah.
1: But, yeah and you see the, he's a really poor planner because he got those shackles out and he if Willow hadn't shown up he made have might have had like just enough time
0: right what were you doing after school
1: yeah Maybe, like, the moon came out earlier than he thought. I mean, there are those times where you can see the moon during the that's day. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's that very
0: true. Willow does really well here. She jumps a fence and then smashes his face with a garbage pail when he <laughs> peeks over him. <laughs> <laughs> like she said, I mean, yeah. go, Willow. Meanwhile, at school, Giles is getting a tranquilizer gun ready. Willow runs in to get their help.
1: Okay, this, this, it has the worst ADR that I think I've ever seen in Buffy, at least that I can remember, where they have to explain that it's a train gun as they're leaving. And just the the ADR that Giles does here, it's like, and this is filled with a -a fentanyl and It just sounds so forced, and it's so obviously added later. It sounds like they're in a bathroom somewhere Mm. when they're recording it. And he says this line that's so weirdly expositional about this will put on an elephant. I'm definitely sure it will take down a werewolf. Uh, and it's it's the fakest thing in the episode that includes a big, fat, rubber-handed werewolf.
0: <laughs> Fair. I guess I appreciate it because I didn't really realize this was a Trank gun because they recently yeah. had that line about, like, I should kill him when I had the chance. Yeah. So I thought this was a real gun.
1: I feel like I wouldn't have minded them leaving it ambiguous until they they shot him and it's like oh, oh it's that'd, a be yeah. that'd be interesting so like you're kind of like oh no they're gonna kill oz
0: oh yeah. they should have done that See? that would have been great yeah
1: instead of like well we've got to make sure he doesn't die because we have this drink gun
0: hmm yeah, yeah that's a good point back at the woods werewolf oz meets jack the poacher buffy fights the wolf and willow shoots him with the drink gun <laughs> i like how buffy bends the poacher's gun here like this is anytime i think of mm-hmm. um you know when i think of guns or silly and buffy everyone always thinks of the line like these things never useful i always think of her just bending the gun yeah fuck this shit
1: <laughs> look how strong i am yeah also another example of like wait how strong is buffy
0: hey here's an idea so buffy recently had like the career fair thing right and she doesn't want to be a strong man (laughs) i was gonna say like strongman competitions Mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing a little kind of mma (gasps) she should do mma
1: (laughs) she doesn't even like punch them she just like lets them punch her a few times and then just like slaps them and they fall down
0: yeah i mean i get it's cheating yeah not really. I mean, like it's, it's still her, her, her now. Nat- it's still yeah. her strength. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. It's,
1: not, it's better than totally. steroids for sure.
0: Absolutely, it's healthy. It's her. Yeah, no, she should go into MMA. Duh. I mean, they <laughs> make money, right? She can get sponsors. Yeah. It'll be oh, fine. Yeah.
1: And then a lot of them She'll like go on into acting and they're in like action movies and that kind of stuff.
0: At school the next day, Buffy and Xander have a great conversation where she's talking about Oz and he's talking about Larry at the same time. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love it. Willow and Oz make up, I'm sorry I shot you. That's okay. I'm sorry I almost ate you.
1: So cute. <laughs> but then it comes to one of the most awkward lines. Yeah, I think you know which one I'm talking about.
0: A werewolf in love.
1: Ooh, that one's just bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, with the one where it's Willow says, well, that's okay. Three days three days out of the month, I'm not that much fun to be around either. She's like, oh boy. That's such that's like menopause. Me boys are musical. bothered
0: by that line. Girls find that hilarious.
1: It just feels so like, that's like a Shecky Green line. That's a, that's a line of like a Catskills comedian would use.
0: I mean, it's a good point.
1: It just feels, it doesn't feel like Willow's, characters line to me again just another example where it feels like if xander said that i could get it Mm -hmm. but like that doesn't seem like a willow line to me
0: i can see that yeah
1: yeah or if it was she'd be like "Eh?" afterwards like is that a cool thing to say
0: (laughs) uh so she still wants to date him even if he is a werewolf she kisses him Mm. their first kiss i like that she does make the first move With the train gun, that you
1: know. <laughs> it's a bit aggressive, but fair play. <laughs>
0: it's a move that's certain. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she she kisses him first,
1: Aww.
0: and he's he's shocked and mm-hmm. happy, and he's yeah. a werewolf in love.
1: She's the cheesiest fucking. Line. Yeah, Where it's like if that's not the title of the episode, don't put that line in there. Yeah, there's no reason that a needs werewolf to be in
0: there. In love. Yeah. What do you think about phases? Not very much, huh?
1: I yeah, it's just it's just really inconsistent as an episode to me. I I just feel like there's a lot of things the werewolf design is really blah. And granted, yeah, as as you point out, it gets worse. Oh yeah, but it does. It's it didn't start off at a great place to begin. For with.
0: this one they splurged for the fifty dollar costume, yeah. not the twenty dollar costume.
1: Yeah. They, they didn't get like a bear costume and a wolf mask and put them together. They at least got all of a wolf costume. It's just costume.
0: straight up a fur coat. Yeah. <laughs> straight up a fur coat. <laughs> it,
1: it's a, a fur coat, and then just like a
0: funny pajamas. It's a furry funny pajamas.
1: <laughs> they're they're wearing a snuggie yeah. and a wolf hat. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And like I said, my biggest problem, I think, is is honestly, though, the characterization. This episode seems really wonky to me. There's a lot of things, especially that one gym scene, seems really season one. Mm. There's just uh, it just feels like an episode that is really rough overall. Probably. I mean, there's just some good moments. I like Kane as kind of the secondary villain. He's not super developed, but you know enough to like dislike him and he's well cast.
0: Does that make the werewolf the primary villain?
1: Yeah. I mean, it turns out that he's not bad, bad, but...
0: Yeah, I would argue that Kane's the... Because I mean, he was never bad. They were always yeah. like, all right, we have to catch him. He's just... A, this is just a person.
1: I, I guess, but... But yeah, and I I kind of wish Kane had come back at some point when they were dealing with werewolves again.
0: I think it would be interesting if he came back for some other demon, ooh. But like he's you know, if not pelts, then some other demon part.
1: Yeah, because I'm sure other like there's probably some weirdo on the internet who's like, ooh, this demon horn gets me really good in the bed. That's that <laughs> sentence did that uh, come out? Right, <laughs> at
0: all. That's an episode <laughs> of Futurama, though. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, it'd be, I'm, I'm, right now I'm thinking of earshot because <laughs> she's supposed to get an aspect of the demon. But yeah, like even, yeah, like the Polgar demon, if they, if he wanted its spiky thing. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting.
1: That'd be cool because I, I like anytime a, a show like Buffy can create that universe of like a character will come back, not necessarily as a, a, a main character or a recurring character as far as they have a big arc, but mm. just like a character coming back every once in a while. Like, like a Ethan
0: Willy. Rain. Yeah.
1: Or an Ethan Rain. It just, it, strangely, by bringing characters back, it makes the universe feel bigger in a way, cause it's like, right. oh, cause they still exist outside of this one episode.
0: Right, yeah. There's they went and saw the outside world, outside world and came back. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, outside of each individual episode. Um, and that feels like a character who you totally could have done that with. Yeah. Cause he's a alive.
0: Well, right. Yeah. That's one problem in the Buffy first,
1: uh, a alive and B has like ample motivation to keep on doing stuff that would be interesting for for us to see later on. Um, but I mean, the actor came back in a different role. So that's, that's cool. It's an okay episode. There's a lot of funny little bits. And as much as I don't like the characterization and the writing, the performances are overall pretty solid in this episode. Everyone's yeah. got that got their good game. And unfortunately, another problem is just I think a personal one. I really don't like Oz that much as a character, and this is an Oz centric episode.
0: That's precisely why I like it. Yep. So I think part of the reason this might feel forester out of place in terms of characterization is this is just something we needed. It mm. I mean, and I think that like the writers recognize that like after Surprise and Innocence, yeah. we need something light, we mm-hmm. need a love story, uh, we need some classic monsters, yeah. very minimal angel. So let's add some funny shit that maybe yeah. is not in character and is a little too goofy. But goddammit, I just need a laugh because Angel went evil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I said something anyone evil evil and i just need to laugh and i need to believe um, in love
1: does anybody out there have tissues for, i need to believe
0: some? love exists mike oh boy <laughs> but i like i just
1: I, well i argue then that they should have switched the order and the next episode should have can't come first i think this one's lighter though
0: and again it's just getting us it's 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 a one-off episode mm-hmm. and, with like a classic monster that like okay like remember, remember, we're on the Hellmouth. Let's talk about you know, werewolves. Those are fun. I just, I think it's, I think it's light and it's what I needed. Mm. So yeah, uh, so I'm a big fan of Phases. Also, I like Oz. He's just adorable, and Willow is adorable, and they're so cute together. <laughs> so what's the lesson in Phases?
1: Don't be an ivory poacher.
0: That is a very good lesson. We should all learn that lesson if we haven't yet. <laughs> I really think this week we just needed monsters in love, mm-hmm. but if there is a lesson, I think it's about being true to yourself and honest mm-hmm. with your friends between Oz and Larry. We learn that the truth will either make you a happier person
1: mm-hmm.
0: or result in having friends that can help you with your problems yeah
1: and I guess you could also probably extend that that kind of message to to Willow's story specifically about she has to be true to like no, I really like. I have to be open yeah. with Oz, but like this is what I want, and maybe I have to make the first move.
0: Yeah, not playing games, mm-hmm. not like dropping hints, just coming forward and being like, "What's like, up?
1: Here, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna smooch you. I want to make sure that you're, you're into this too, and like you are, great. Let's keep this going.
0: Awesome. It's time to put phases back on the shelf, and open the books on bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. Valentine's Day, and Xander's gotten Cordy a heart necklace. I like that we're. It seems here like we're starting the formulaic pre-credits Buffy scene mm-hmm. with like they're in the cemetery. There's mm-hmm. a werewolf. She kill kills him, and they. <laughs> you mean <a> vampire?
1: <laughs> 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 you were so confident about that i literally had to think wait was it a werewolf? What if, i thought we just learned in the last episode that you don't just kill a werewolf <laughs> you're
0: the one that doesn't like eyes
1: <laughs> <laughs> i would I, have to admit if this episode just started out with Buffy straight up killing eyes it would be kind of amazing like you know i'm tired of this shit <laughs>
0: So we start the formula of Buffy in a cemetery talking about what's going on in the show at large. She stakes mm-hmm. a random vamp, usually has a funny quip, and then roll credits.
1: Go to titles. Yeah, I have, I have the same thing. That's like a nice, concise, like, and this is kind of a, a great way to start an episode, especially if it's somebody just happens this is their first episode. Not saying like this particular episode, right. but it's nice to kind of start an episode with, okay, I kind of get these characters have a relationship. They're talking about this drama. Ooh, a vampire. They're dead. Ooh, credits. Yeah. Yeah. Cue the rock music. Don't worry, I'm not musically inclined enough for us to get sued <laughs> over that.
0: The next day at school, Cordy's high-heel mafia is ripping on her for dating Xander.
1: Oof.
0: This is a weird power shift in this episode mm-hmm. because Cordy's always been the leader yeah. of this group. And now all of a sudden Harmony is, and I think we're supposed to believe that it's because cordy's dating xander that like she's been ousted as queen c right yeah okay it just seems like from moment one in this episode she's like hey guys i want your approval i'm like this isn't the cordy i know
1: well i think part of that is that there's kind of like the backstory of she called them all last night okay to talk about like oh what are we wearing for the, the thing and nobody answered or called her back
0: oh right so yeah she's already like
1: what's going on here that's and sh- true. And even if she's not necessarily like thinking, ooh, is this because of Xander? She's probably already kind of nervous about like, what if they found out that they- Xander now they're not talking? What's going on? I do th- I do think you-, you have a point that it would have been stronger if we had seen a little bit of like her as Queen C in this episode and then see it get taken away.
0: Right. Yeah. Later in class, we see Amy. Hey, we were just talking about actors coming back who we Yay. haven't seen in a while. We haven't seen her since season one, episode mm-hmm. three, when her witchy mom switched bodies with her. Ooh,
1: witchy mom.
0: <laughs> I thought you promised not to sing.
1: <laughs> I just said that we're not going to get sued over. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> no way that's copyrighted <laughs>
0: So last episode, we were reminded that Amy existed because mm-hmm. of the trophy, and now she's back.
1: <laughs> I wonder, has she ever found out that her mom's stuck in that trophy? That's awkward. No, none of none of them know. Because like, yeah.
0: remember, when she went to the trophy, everyone was like,
1: where'd she go? We don't know. Mm-hmm. I think Oz knows. That's his dirty secret. He's like, it follows me everywhere we go. I think there's a lady stuck in there.
0: Somehow I'm mixing that with the image of the shackles, and it's painting a weird picture. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fifty Shades of Oz.
0: He likes the woman stuck in metal. He has shackles.
1: She's not as nice a character as you'd think. He's 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 watching this woman being tortured. He has shackles at the ready.
0: <laughs> so Amy's taking up her mom's hobby, practicing magic to turn in phantom homework. Mm-hmm. And I'm such a nerd. Like, like oh, but you're not going to learn anything that way. <laughs> like, you may get an A, but you're not going to know algebra. You're going to need to know algebra. But she's ready an algebra paper? I don't remember. I think it was history. I don't know. Yeah. Giles runs, in, runs into Jenny in the hallway and snubs her. Oh, burn. He's concerned for Buffy, and Giles's his history shows that he's prone to acts of brutal affection around Valentine's Day.
1: How romantic.
0: Yeah. Hey, speaking of which, down in the factory, Spike gets Drew a necklace for Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, so sweet. But meanwhile, Angel gets her a warm, bloody heart. <laughs> And she's licking her lips. It's her reaction to it that ah, stop mm-hmm. it. It's in my ears now. Mm-hmm. Stop her. <laughs> Gross. Oh my god. It's <laughs> <That's> awful. <laughs> Spike suggests Angel should rip out Buffy's lungs, but Angel thinks that lacks poetry. So what rhymes with
1: lungs? <laughs> Tongues. Mungs. Uh fung shui. Stung stung stungs my heart it got stungs when i pulled out your lungs
0: <laughs> Is this the musical like <laughs>
1: episode yeah that one demon came back, <laughs> and now now we're doing an all musical episode
0: so i think i like this line with him saying what rhymes with lungs because it, i feel like it's foreshadowing to william the bloody awful yeah. poet because later <laughs> it's like what rhymes with effulgent <laughs>
1: Although my favorite line in in this uh, little scene is, um, I, I picked this up in a quaint little shop girl.
0: Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's oh, awful and yeah. cute and funny. So instead, Angel sends Buffy roses with the note soon. Oh. Black rose. No, there were red roses in a black box. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A little handwritten. And you know what? Props to Angelus. He wrote a Hand- little handwritten note. note.
0: Yeah. You don't see that kind of personalization anymore. Mm-hmm. I was expecting that. I saw the black box and I was like, oh, right. She opens up and finds black roses, um, which doesn't happen. They're red roses.
1: Oh, us. you're thinking of the scene in Batman where Vicki Vale gets the uh, roses and the mannequin hand?
0: Yes. <laughs> <you go>. that, <laughs> that is what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, I remember black roses. Where am I remembering those from? <laughs> that but my so i'm picturing that when i see this box i'm thinking why the fuck doesn't joyce freak out when she sees black roses because yeah. when you're a
1: teenager and, and a, a, a little bit soon. Soon.
0: like if your teenage daughter gets roses you're like oh a secret admirer you don't mm-hmm. want to talk about it and teenagers suck yeah. but if she gets black roses like cops calling the cops yeah.
1: immediately. unless like she is a goth Oh, it's like, yeah. Okay, yeah, Blood no. Rose. Okay,
0: someone really it's knows like, you. <laughs>
1: Buffy is not, like, into into goth stuff. True.
0: Yep. So that night at the bronze, Cordy is snubbed again by Harmony and friends. Oh. Xander chooses this moment to bare his soul to Cordy, who in turn dumps him. Oh. This is rough. Yeah. This is... I mean, you don't do this on Valentine's Day when someone hands yeah. you a present. Also, I would immediately take that present back. Like, she would not be leaving the
1: bronze with that yeah i i get that that's the
0: in this whole episode that's the thing i find most
1: inconceivable but i think that's just showing like how much xander's really like grown to to have feelings for cordy that like his first thought isn't i'm gonna get that necklace back it's just like oh man this really this really sucks
0: yeah yeah he's not thinking about the
1: necklace although what i was distracted by this entire scene (laughs) is that there's a weird book rack behind them um, it's like one of those tourney book racks that you see a lot of times at like souvenir shops or such. Yeah, yeah. has little books on, and just like, I keep saying like, what? what is that doing there? <laughs> like, it, it's like a cafe <laughs> slash musical venue slash bookstore. The
0: bronze is the weirdest fucking place because like, <laughs> so, uh, so books in a cafe would make sense. Yeah. And because it's an underage club, the only thing we ever see mm-hmm. them drink there until like season five, I think, is yeah coffee like ca- yeah. you know uh, cappuccinos and lattes and stuff and muffins mm-hmm. so like there's definitely a cafe aspect so a book sure makes sense but then there's a nightclub aspect
1: yeah it's just like how when you know dingoes ate my baby are playing are people just like perusing the books or is that is it early enough that they don't have the books? I don't know. The day
0: crowd is very different from the night crowd. Maybe yeah, the is
1: a weird business. It's a weird
0: fucking place. Underage clubs, they're st- man. Yeah,
1: they're, yeah. I don't know how they're staying in business with all these constant attacks where they have to prepare things and somehow not lose their license to be a business when people are murdered outside of their it, club. I got it. Nightly. I got it. Insurance fraud.
0: <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how insurance fraud works, but you'd have to have really good insurance for all of this.
1: <laughs> their insurance fraud is that they keep... Um, using just, it? <laughs> yeah, they just keep using it and their premiums never go up. They <laughs> have a really good uh, rep. I, I love the, the next day after the dumping, how there's the one guy at school, even though the transition to all of a sudden in school seems a little rough, mm. there's this guy, dude, where do you dumps?
0: Yeah, <laughs> Such an <laughs> I mean, everyone's an asshole, so everyone knows yeah. and everyone's talking to it, but like, yeah, what do you dump? Like, <laughs> that is the worst line ever. Ugh. So, Xander blackmails Amy into casting a spell for him. He wants Cordy to fall in love with him so he can dump her. I remember this being a big deal in high school. Mm-hmm. Who dumped who was like yeah. the big. You know, if if you got dumped, you were like the biggest loser. So you want to make sure you did the dumping.
1: Great uh, incentive to put on relationships.
0: Yeah, right.
1: As soon as there's any sign of trouble, well, I have to bail first.
0: I mean, it's definitely how high school relationships worked. It was like, oh, we're having a fight. We're done. Yep. We're over.
1: I'm not going to love you forever anymore.
0: <laughs> uh, so Amy needs a personal object. Xander gets the necklace back from Cordy. I love that she's wearing it. That
1: is really sweet. Although I do feel like Xander, you just gave that to her. Is that really a personal object yet?
0: True. Yes. I feel
1: like Uh you should have stolen something else. Granted, it would be kind of super creepy. Not that everything he's doing right now isn't super creepy, but like, he's just like, I'm going to sneak into a locker and steal their scrunchie.
0: It, I mean, it would make more sense. Something that like at this point, it's not really hers.
1: Mm -hmm. She's headed for a night.
0: And as far as he knows, she's never put it on. Yeah, because she, you know, oh, like I want that small mart thing. So like, it's not really personal. If she's never worn it. Yeah, good point.
1: It's re- it's th- th- what should have happened when the spell went wrong. And spoiler alert, guys, the spell does not go according to plan. <laughs> uh, is he should have fallen in love with himself?
0: <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> well, mm,
1: mm, mm, just <laughs> kissing his own hand. <gasps> that'd be so great. I <laughs> was like. So- what the hell is going on with Harris? Dude, where make out with yourself? <laughs>
0: uh, so they do the spell, and the next day at school, Xander confronts Cordy, whose attitude to him has not changed. Oh, Can we also talk about the spell for a second? Like him sitting there with his He's shirt so <laughs> He looks so bad. sitting there with his shirt off, like all hunched over with bad posture, and she's doing this badass spell. I blow out the candle. <laughs> just, he looks
1: terrified yeah. just like he's like when do when do I get to take the paint off you right
0: know. he's like got the face paint or the mm-hmm. body paint it, That they didn't need all that it was just um, it was just like
1: Amy messing with him yeah
0: exactly <laughs> what can I get him to do
1: <laughs> it's like ah, the feathers are too much I won't do that I'll just do the paint
0: <laughs> top hat no top hat <laughs> top hat no top
1: hat, no, top
0: hat. <laughs> <What>? uh, <laughs>
1: what <are you> <laughs> it's an ancient top hat spell
0: <laughs> she's like well in this situation you're like the grooms <laughs>
1: <laughs> plus you know top hats are an ancient magical symbol much like the wand magician there, is yeah. the place where rabbits come from
0: no <laughs> seriously stop and picture (laughs) it's so much funnier funnier if you picture it (laughs)
1: Uh, oh my stomach hurts I think that's true of most scenes and most uh,
0: if you have a top
1: hat just just every every episode of Buffy now just imagine that Xander is wearing a top hat
0: (laughs) or anyone the werewolf is wearing
1: Actually make him look scarier to me. That's how goofy <laughs> that werewolf looked. It's like if he, if he had like a top and tails, he would look scarier. It's a classy werewolf. <laughs> That's what they should do done in later seasons, is just the werewolves are now just wearing full suits. So it's like, well, I guess they're probably hearing those tuxedos.
0: <laughs> We'd never know. They're wearing tuxedos. Uh, so Buffy and Giles are researching Angel's past Valentine's Day antics to try to prepare for whatever comes next. Mm-hmm. Angel nails a puppy. I don't care how that sentence ends. Yeah. The worst part of it is that part. Angel nails <laughs> a puppy. That's, cr- that's awful. Yeah. I don't care where he nails it to. You shouldn't have read the first part. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think of any way that could not be horrible. <laughs> no,
0: because even if it's euphemistic, that's almost
1: worse. <laughs> um, how about nails a puppy
0: with a beanbag? And <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> just ran in the face. The boy like,
0: "Oh man, I just got hit I with a beanbag." It's still puppy abuse, but it's better. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then and then he barked at him, and then Angel was like, "No dice," and walked away. <laughs> He, was, he wasn't He was really that sadistic that year. It was kind of an off year for him.
0: Xander seeks comfort from his platonic friend, Buffy, who comes on to him. Because, you know, it's funny how you can see someone every day, but not really see them. Mm. Uh, so, we're, I mean, because of, like, the seed that was sown in the last episode mm-hmm. of, like, them sharing along and look, are we supposed to fall for this?
1: I, yeah, I think so. I think so. Because I think it's more... Not necessarily thinking like, yes, they're finally doing it, but I think more, because I feel like Joss and, and the writers are, are smart enough to realize that most people would realize this is not a smart move, mm-hmm. but m- I think it's more like most people be like, oh, no, they're doing this. Like, maybe oh. some people are like, oh, yeah, they're finally getting together because, you know, I'm Team Xander or whatever. Um, but I think it would be more people are like, oh, no, they're doing this. Or like, what the
0: fuck? What? Like, this, is, this can't
1: happen. This is so dumb. And then when you get to the Amy scene, it's like, oh, I see.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, Amy interrupts them and explains that the spell went wrong and then comes on to him because it's funny how you can see someone every day but not really see them. And Dana gets it. Yeah. It's the love spell. I
1: really do love how, like, heartbroken he is. It's
0: so sad. You're just like, oh. It's so sad. Like, the look on his face is so good. Well done, Mm -hmm. Nicholas Brendan.
1: Oh, uh, uh, one quick note. Uh, take a drink because there's a widespread panic poster outside of the library. What is that? Uh, it's the band that is in posters uh, across Buffy all the time. So that's another part of the drinking game I want to add. Okay. Widespread panic posters. Um, right outside the library, there's one. So guys, take a shot.
0: Is this a real band or yes. is this? Oh, it is? Okay. I
1: don't know what their music is like. I remember being something that I heard in high school and was like, not for me. Mm-hmm. And I never listened to it again.
0: It's very appropriate for the Buffyverse, though. Like, there's often widespread panic. (laughs) I get it. I thought that's what you were saying. Like, this isn't a real ban. It's just, like, a play on words because a lot of times there's, like, a stampeding horde. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Xander runs home where he finds Willow in his bed. Mm -hmm. She's wearing his shirt and only that and desperately wants him to be her first. Oz is sweet, but he's not you. i love it he is me and you should go to him (laughs) major props for xander for keeping his eyes on her eyes this whole time Mm -hmm. because she is not wearing pants yep
1: he could be looking at those sweet calves
0: i mean like upper upper thighs if she lifted her arms yeah you'd see the universe
1: if she was doing ymca like xander (laughs) i have a whole new understanding of willow
0: but it's okay he's respecting his friend Mm -hmm. eyes forward
1: I do love the, uh, the line, uh, Force is okay.
0: Ew, no. See, she and Oz playing <laughs> Mistress of Pain with the shackles. Huh? It's happening.
1: Well, when you see evil, Willow.
0: Yeah, no, she's into bondage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Back at school, Harmony and friends are mad at Cordy for breaking Xander's heart. Xander re-enters Jungle Love. Oh, I love think this evil. is great. <laughs> this is a good music choice. Yeah. And just the look, like the looks of just, I don't know the emotion these girls are feeling. Yeah. not Corny. Lust. Okay. Yeah. So lusty girls and pissed off dudes. Yeah. Because why is this guy? I do love started? that they,
1: they, they were smart enough to, to really like coach the extras of like, you know, guys, you're all super pissed about this. Yeah.
0: What the fuck? Mm-hmm. He's looking for Giles' help and Ms. Calendar enters rubbing Xander's arm.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, immediately it's like what is oh god okay and I, I, I like xander's he, reaction he's so exasperated already that he's just looking at his arm and looking at giles like do you see this yeah do you see
1: this and i love how how i think this is honestly one of my favorite things that uh, uh i think it's robie lamort uh jenny does in the entire series you're so good at playing this like I'm coming here to apologize, Giles, and fix it. Have you worked out?
2: Yeah, the segues.
1: It just like, like it slowly becomes her just becoming obsessed with him. And she's the, the, the the timing in that, the, the, the comedy of it, she really finds in a really beautiful way where it's, it's just close enough to the line to be as funny as it can be without being too unrealistic for the situation
0: or too gross. Cause honestly, like with the age difference, this could have gotten unsettling Mm -hmm. pretty quickly. But the way she plays it, Mm
1: -hmm. it's just funny. Yeah, it's it's really funny. And then she's clearly
0: out of her mind. Yeah.
1: And then later on, when she just kind of like sneaks off while Giles is giving that impassioned speech. Yeah.
0: So Xander barricades himself in the library, but badly. I
1: I love that because I feel like that's such a, a trope of let's board ourselves in. It's like half the time I'm in a room I'm like oh that would never work because the doors don't go that way and in every movie you can always do that yeah no, you need specifically like
0: nails and a hammer yeah to get that I'm sure that like the library doors they probably have that theme that you can do to the top of the doors but like Vanner just doesn't know how to work it yeah but Buffy just opens the door (laughs) she's wearing a trench coat and high heels and nothing else a smile sure she is in fact wearing that Maybe some lip gloss. <laughs> Xander is such a stand-up guy yeah. here. Like, he's been pining for Buffy for well over a year. Mm-hmm. She is throwing herself at him, begging him to yeah. take her to Pleasure Town.
1: And, and speaking of, you know, getting a whole new understanding, from the angle, we we don't see anything, but I feel like Xander might have.
0: Oh, he, and he was looking straight her at, at yeah. the eyes. He is not looking down. Yeah and he completely resists mm-hmm. i love his line here about like if you had any idea what this would mean to me no. but you don't yeah this is just a spell
1: mm-hmm.
0: i oh this is such a good moment
1: although not to give him too much credit because you did kind of cast a slightly rapey sure style. like yes now granted, he wasn't like planning to like ooh, i'm gonna get cordy right. back and then like we're gonna bone all the time he was planning on like I'm gonna get you to love me and then I'm gonna dump you.
0: Right, I so feel like they back. specifically added that line yeah. so that because yeah. it, I mean because if he was just trying to make Cordy fall in love with him, it would be a little rapey. Yeah, like the it, it's it needs to be. I don't want to force her to be with me. Yeah. I just want to not be the dope who got dumped by yeah. Cordy. Amy enters and they fight over him. She casts a spell that turns Buffy into a rat. <laughs>
1: The one thing I, I, w- I would change about this episode, if I could somehow remake it and change it in any way, would be that when she turns into a rat, that she would also have a little trench coat.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Wouldn't that be adorable?
1: <laughs> like, like, she'd probably lose it like right away just because I know the logistics of having a rat in a trench coat for the rest of the episode <laughs> would have been pretty tough. But just like she trunk down, I know you wouldn't have the reveal of like what happened to Buffy. I don't feel like you really need that because then you have a little trench coat on the rat. It's adorable.
0: <laughs> Plus, that way, when she inevitably goes to hang out with other rats, you can tell your rat apart from the other rats. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, I guess the other thing I would have changed, it was also rat related. Cause later on you see like the cat come up. I wish there had been, I know they couldn't like actually make a rat and cat fight cause of, you know, PETA. Um, <laughs> but like have some implication that like the rat goes behind something, the cat goes behind something. We just hear like a, a wrestling and the cat fleeing.
0: Yeah. Cause she still has Slayer strength, yeah. even though she's a rat. Yeah. That would have been good. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so Oz enters and punches Xander. Because he was on the phone with Willow, so th- yeah. the timing of this is weird. So,
1: yeah, it, it's it seems like so he casts the spell, doesn't work out with Cordy. He goes home. That's apparently that night.
0: Yeah. See, what the way it seems that he casts a spell at night after school, the next yeah. morning he goes to school, and Cordy's still snubbing him. And then he leaves school in the middle of the day to go home. Yeah. But Willow's there, so he goes back to school, still in the middle of the day.
1: See, I, I can't tell when he goes home is that still the same school day when he comes back, or is that like that? Because where night?
0: did he go all night? If he went, if he went home at night after yeah. school and then doesn't come back to school till the next morning, where
1: did he go all night? And then, but if he didn't, then Oz's line, didn't he say he was on the phone all night with Willow?
0: That's why I think Xander cast the spell the night before with, or the, you know, after school the Mm -hmm. day before with Amy and didn't confront Cordy until the next morning. So if if they cast a spell at like 5 Uh p.m., that means Willow had all night to feel feelings about Xander and then go home and wait in his bed after school started. Right, this timing is weird. We shouldn't be discussing like this. This is something that should be obvious and not yeah, have to and be it, debated. And
1: that just seems weird too, because then it doesn't seem like anybody else does anything about it until the next day. I, I guess you can make the argument that because Willow actually knows Xander, she that, feels that she so much, yeah. she feels it sooner. Or like is able to articulate. It. She doesn't need to like go up to him. But it seems like everyone else.
2: It's they when they're like in the same room or, with him. Yeah. Be yeah. Near him.
1: Because, like, Miss Calendar isn't, like, coming in there like, Giles, I have to tell you something. I'm in love with Xander. It's like, Giles, I have to tell you something. Ooh, Xander. Yeah. What are you doing over here, you sexy piece of sexy? Yeah. I think, you know what would have solved it? Hmm. I don't know what the excuse would have been. I'm sure they would have found something. Maybe it could have been, like, Xander, like, obliquely kind of making a hint on the phone. But how about after they cast the spell, Xander calls Willow. And they talk about, you know, like, what's going on. Like, oh, I'm sorry to hear you got dumped, Xander. And he's like, don't worry. I think it's going to turn around for me tomorrow. Hang up the phone. You see, like, Willow have a strange look. And we think at the time it's just like she's reacting like, what is he talking about? But really, she's, like, falling in love with him because she talked to him. Done. There we go. Solved.
0: Deleted scene that was never shot. Yep. We fixed it. (laughs) Good job. But so Oz uh, punches Xander, I'm assuming because... Either Willow was talking to Oz about how in love with Xander mm-hmm. she was and Oz was feeling jealous or because Willow was crying to Oz because she's just upset about Xander and Oz is like, I don't know what's going on, but you hurt my girlfriend's feelings. Yeah. So meanwhile, the s- female students attack Cordy. Xander comes to her rescue, but then they run right into more girls led by Willow holding an axe.
1: <laughs> awesome.
0: Uh, who says, I'd rather see you dead than with that bitch
1: mm-hmm i like how there's almost like two factions among the of yeah the, hordes of women the only
0: way they get here. away is that yeah. like the horty gang attach attacks willow's gang and like yeah. in the chaos they mm-hmm. flee yeah
1: i also love that in the mobs from like this point on the lunch lady is always there
0: i love her she's my favorite drink every time you see the lunch lady <laughs> well
1: it's this episode specific i think you know it's here
0: and then earshot yeah
1: okay <laughs> so these two episodes you can get
0: wasted they run to buffy's house joyce of course comes on to xander and <laughs> like at this point he's so exhausted he just bangs his head on the table like oh yeah. whatever <laughs> they run up to buffy's room where angel pulls xander out through the open window this is all intercut by the way yeah. with the buffy rat being chased by oz <laughs> then a cat then finding a mouse trap with cheese oh no
1: and then you also have Giles trying to fix the magic with uh, right. Amy. So yeah, I like that. There's a lot of different cross-cutting. There's yeah, there's a lot going, going on. So it's not just like, uh, you know, a weird hard nights hard hard days night montage of like Xander just running away from ladies. Like it's just like okay, we get it. Let's have some other stuff in here just to kind of spice it up.
0: The rat stuff is really weird though because they don't really show how she gets away from each thing. Right? Yeah. It's just that there's like a there's cat.
1: Another thing that could kill her. And then a thing. Yeah.
0: I like, though, that it's kind of, like, you intercut this serious situation of, like, this mob trying to, like, kill Xander and Cordy mm-hmm. with, like, this, what should seemingly be a silly situation mm-hmm. of Buffy being turned into a rat. Yeah. But it's like, no, we have serious dangers. There's a cat and a mouse trap. <laughs> yeah. So Drew comes to Xander's rescue. She's about to bite him when the mob catches up to them. Lunch, lady! <laughs> Cordy and Xander lock themselves in the basement. Amy and Giles, meanwhile, cast their counterspells. Mm-hmm. Buffy is back to meet a human, a naked human, but a human. The girls are no longer in love with Xander, but hey, wasn't that a fun scavenger hunt?
1: Again, proving the truism that nobody can lie well in the Buffy universe. Nope. Every and lie is more terrible than the last. Some
0: citizens will believe
1: anything. Yep. <laughs> it's like, no wonder nobody can lie well. Everyone believes the
0: yeah. dumbest things. Ghastly, gang on PCP, scavenger hunt. <laughs>
1: At least, like, ghastly. Like, okay, that's a thing where I can understand I'd pass losing out. memories. Yeah, yeah Passing whatever. out, like, scavenger hunt. What What scavenger hunts have you been on that you just don't have a memory of? If if you if that's happened to you, yeah. call the police.
0: Right? like scavenger Somebody hunt argue. when we're looking for drugs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's the goal of the whole scavenger hunt. Just general drugs.
0: <laughs> well, when you mix, sometimes things happen. Mm-hmm. The next day, Xander bumps into Harmony and friends, prompting Cordy to tell them off and call them sheep, and choose Xander over popularity.
1: Aw, Harmony, shut up.
0: I <laughs> mean. yes, yes. Do that.
1: It's kind of a weird way to, like, get the relationship back on track. It's like, hey, I tried to use magic to force you to be my girlfriend again. Isn't that sweet? But then, like, Courtney's like,
0: yeah, it is. I mean, because the kind. I mean, like he, because she, she recognizes that she Mm -hmm. dumped him for bad reasons. Like she, she was never happy about her decision, Mm -hmm. and like, so the moment that she finds out, like you did magic because. Mm -hmm you wanted me to still love you, which isn't really true. Yeah. <laughs> I did magic to purposely break your heart. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.
1: It's not like a healthy way to get back together, but it kind of makes sense for this couple. I was
0: going to say, they've never been a healthy couple, yeah. so it's all right. Yeah. It's life on the hell
1: mouth. So um, one thing that, uh, I time back to the last episode. That oh I yeah. Mentioned. Yeah. So I feel like when, Xander reveals that he remembered everything from when he turned into a hyena because that's the show we watch Um, sometimes characters turn into hyenas that that kind of revealed that oh when he was trying to force himself on Buffy he remembers that so that's this weird kind of tension but Mm. then I feel like it's kind of relieved in a way in this episode because it's a kind of similar situation where because of magic. They're in this almost intimate relationship where Xander could very easily have taken advantage of Buffy. right? And he, he like very firmly decides not to and like even tells her why and tries to be as gentlemanly as he can given the situation. And that I feel like that kind of – and maybe this is reading too much into it, but I feel like that's a nice button on that little thing that could otherwise be like a really horrible thing in their relationship where it's like – I know you were under magic, yeah. but you kind of almost tried to rape me once, but then given the opportunity to basically in a different way, rape me again, you firmly said, no, this is not okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. And she makes a point of telling him, I remember that you mm-hmm. wouldn't take yeah. advantage of me. Yeah. And I remember what you said and I, you know, thank you. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. That's great. Yeah.
1: That's a nice way to kind of like tie up a bow that in the first season was kind of, ugh. It's a really creepy loose end. Yeah. Uh, so another cool thing I found out in the research, and one reason I, I think this um, episode probably wasn't meant to tie into other stuff as much, like the scene from the last episode, is because this episode was written super on the fly. Because they found out that the week this was filming, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar was going to be in New York. For saturday night live oh so i had to write an episode uh i forget the time frame of it but it was some super crazy short amount of time um that basically had only three days of sarah michelle geller so were oh. wrote an episode where she's a rat for about a third of the episode i mean that's fair she is not in this one much yeah i mean she has like a couple scenes some of them very memorable yeah trench coat why we- trench coat buffy
0: <laughs> why was that memorable for you mike
1: I uh, watched this at a very uh, certain age. (laughs) Um,
0: I mean, forget certain age. I'm a straight chick and she's hot.
1: Yeah. But I mean, like, especially like, I don't know if you have this. I know I have this. And I know certain of my male friends I've talked to have this. I'm assuming it's a common thing. Like something that was real sexy times. When you're, like, right in the teenage years, when it's starting to really, like, amp up in that area. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a a certain weird Pavlovian response of, like, that's almost like a key sexy thing in some ways. Where it's, like, you know what I mean?
0: It definitely brings back memories of those feelings. Like, very visceral. Like, oh, yeah, I remember how I felt when I,
1: And it's, like, even more amplified than than what you actually see. Right. That's something I actually felt a couple times in this episode. Because, you know, as a, a teenager, when I was first um catching up on on buffy there were they're definitely like uh, i had crushes on a lot of the ladies and this is an episode where they're very forward and uh i definitely had some flashbacks of like oh i remember this
0: i mean this yeah i could see this being a major one for that
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah especially if you like legs a very leggy episode yeah some good gams yeah
0: I feel like if you're going to show like teenage girls in a state of half undressed, that's the only way you can do it.
1: Yeah. And not be like super exploiting. You can't it.
0: have like, I mean, I get these aren't really teenage girls. They're like yeah. in their twenties, but you can't show them like with their boobs. hanging. That's just yeah. inappropriate. That's gross. Yeah.
1: That's what we want to encourage. No.
0: Uh, so what do you think about bewitched, bothered and bewildered?
1: Um, well, I think, especially given these circumstances, this is a really fun episode. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like, yeah, there are some some issues with the timeline that are a little wonky. Yeah. And some missed opportunities, probably, again, just because it was a super rushed episode. But I think it's a really fun concept. I like when they do kind of things like this, where it's one massive spell that kind of turns everything on its head, especially when it's kind of centered around one character. Uh, I like that kind of kind of stuff. I I find it. A fun, like, change up from just, there's a monster, Mm. or, you know, dealing with whatever the big bad is of the week. So I think it's a lot of fun. It's nice to have a Xander centric episode that seems to understand Xander as a character really well, not just, it's Xander centric, and also, he's gonna be a hyena.
0: And also, like, you know, Courtney has a bigger role, and it's, I mean, not necessarily a role, I guess, but like, we Mm -hmm. see more of her in this episode. And she I'm, has a nice
1: arc. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's way better than, um, out of sight, out of mind, where she's just like, sometimes I'm in a room full of people and nobody really, I don't feel bad for you. Yeah. This one, I feel like the pressures of, mm-hmm. I want to be popular, yeah. but that means making a decision. I don't want to. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a very, I mean, it is a very high school experience. Yeah. She is more well-rounded in this episode. I'm really impressed that they did this so, like, on the fly. I wouldn't have yeah. thought that because, like, The idea of, you know, be careful what you wish for Mm -hmm. is, um, another, I feel like, magic or supernatural trope that, like, you had,
1: yeah,
0: you had to have one of those, Mm -hmm. um, episodes. And I guess we have another one when it comes, when we get back to, uh, once more with feeling. Yeah. But. Yeah, I re- I, this is fun. And again, yeah. after, um, surprise and innocence, we need this little interlude before mm-hmm. we get to passions. <laughs> like, well, just,
1: what, what's, is there something that's really uh, just, devastating to happen to that happens?
0: My heart needs a rest. Oh, okay. I, I need to laugh a little bit at <laughs> uh, the crazy lunch lady and then I'll cry next week.
1: Also, I feel like in comparison to the last episode, this car. This episode really gets the characterization right. Yeah. Not only in Xander and Cordy, which are kind of like the the main people in this episode, but th- even the side stuff with like Willow and Buffy, how they respond to this is really in character for them. Like Willow, it hits her a little bit harder because she's kind of like just starting this thing with Oz, and like to have it kind of mm. this weird wrench thrown into it is really more. Uh, uh, it makes sense that it affects her in that way. Buffy has a, a much more kind of pragmatic view but also has that kind of reconciliation with xander giles is just disgusted by xander for doing the spell at all yeah which i feel is totally appropriate um, both because he kind of feels the disgust of when he used to do shit like this sure um, i think
0: also it hits him a little bit hard when it's like okay no i'm not dating jenny anymore but fuck you dude but yeah come on
1: <laughs> not cool <laughs>
0: no it's my girl man
1: yeah and just like, and it's just like, I, this is exactly what I thought you would do, Xander. This yeah. is why I, I wish you would never learn that magic existed. Oh, he's going to use it to pick up girls.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, but not really. Yeah. I mean, if he really did out. it to pick up girls, then I would be really grossed out by yeah. Xander.
1: He'd uh, be more like the trio.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm. Ugh, ugh. Thanks, Warren. Ugh. <laughs> so what's the lesson in Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered? Hey, if your friends jump off a bridge, does that mean you have to too? For those of you who haven't (laughs) listened to the "Hey, Do You Remember Lost Ways" episode, on which Mike and I uh, guest hosted. And a character actually does jump off a bridge because all the other characters do too.
1: It is, I and I was the uh, the person who felt the strongest in favor of that movie. I do have to admit, it is kind of hilarious to look at it. It's it ridiculous. Is, it is literally that
0: happening. It's literally jumping off a bridge.
1: So if you haven't seen Lost Boys, it's never going to not it. funny. Or probably stay home and see it. It's on Netflix.
0: But then go listen to the Haiti Remember episode where the hate remember gang and Mike and I mm-hmm. join and talk about lost boys mm-hmm. cuz vamps in other universes exist. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's still earth. It's still our universe. <laughs> other movie universes.
1: It's the multiverse. <laughs>
0: um but yeah, I think this episode mm-hmm. is all about peer pressure. Yeah. The pressure to be cool, to be mm-hmm. popular, you know, to want your friends to think you're neat or yeah. cool or whatever, so you're going to do whatever mm-hmm. they want you to do even if that's not what you want. So what if it, if they unimprove? It's You know you should follow your heart and mm-hmm. do what's right.
1: Yeah. And also, it's kind of nice that it has that peer pressure message, and then you also see a mob of people all trying to do the same yeah, thing.
0: Yeah, that's interesting, too. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. So are you ready to go, International? Buffy Tapajan Vampirit. Ernie Dragon Das <laughs> Rindfleschkanu. Petra Rifle International. For phases in French, we have full moon,
0: sure, okay. <laughs> it's
1: kind of assumed with as a werewolf, and the finish curse of a full moon again, these are major spoilers. we understand what werewolves are, and then in German, the werewolf hunter I mean shout out to Kane, <laughs> yeah <that's, laughs> like he, he wasn't the main character of the episode, <laughs> it wasn't like maybe the they owl. thought he was going to be coming back too yeah they they thought he was had his own spinoff series because they thought he was a good guy, the translation was not working <laughs> um. Okay, and then for b and b that's what I call it because I'm really cool. <laughs> um,
0: and I know. I, every time I look at my notes, I have to think, don't say Bed, Bath & Beyond. Don't say Bed, Bath & Beyond.
1: <laughs> the Finnish title is simply Bewitched. The German, the love spell. Pretty obvious. But then the winner for this week, French title for uh, Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered, A Puzzling Charm. Yeah. No, no. No, because I was trying to justify. Because at first I thought like charm, like a a physical charm. Because talking about the neck, like a necklace, it was like, oh no, they're uh-huh. probably talking about. Oh, Xander has a puzzling charm because of the magic. That's a weird way to put that. Oh, see, I went to the first way of the charm yeah. of the necklace. I yeah, either, either way or both ways. It just seems like that's a that's a long way to walk when you could have just said like love spell. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah. Way to go, France. <laughs> Now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week. Really low kill count this week. I'm counting two deaths.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there there's it's not very heavy death count. Um so I'm going to say Xander slaying the more girl Teresa. Same. Yeah. Yeah. The only
0: other death is Angel biting Teresa.
1: Well, I guess. I guess Buffy does kill that vampire in the very beginning of Bewitched. Yeah, I don't even
0: know. It wasn't even See, pitch, it yeah. wasn't interesting. That was
1: like that was an opening kill where it's like just. Yeah, it's
0: just I mean, a and some vampire. of those are good. This yeah. one was not. Um, it was and like, it was fine. The Xander kill was better because I mean it was a cool shot. The way yeah. it was shot was neat. You're looking I mean, it's up used at in him. The
1: credits later on, so that's that's true. That's usually a sign of a good thing.
0: we we got Buffy's point of view. We're looking up at Xander mm-hmm. holding the stake.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and he really does save her here because she looks yeah. like she's really lost the upper hand.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's just like a cool hero shot for Xander. The effect yeah. of the vampire turning is pretty good as far as like first couple season vampire effects go. Yeah. it's it, it works really well.
0: Yep. Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher And join us next time when we dust off passion and killed by death. When we get lost in the Sunnydale Stacks.
1: All right.